Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. It's an odd year election cycle. Virginia is up and they're choosing a new governor. But why are more and more African-Americans voting Republican this time around? Bishop E.W. Jackson will explain. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a returning guest and fan favorite, a man who mentored me when I was active in Virginia politics, E.W. Jackson is not only the bishop of his local church, but also is a former candidate for Lieutenant Governor of Virginia. He was the nominee of the Republican Party, and I wanna welcome Bishop Jackson to the program. How are you, sir? I am blessed, chaps. It's great to be with you. Good to see you again. I'm glad to see that you are still on the front lines of the battlefield. We are fighting and we're growing. Our ministry is growing. We doubled our, our TV audience from two networks to four to eight TV networks. And you're gonna be on, uh, hopefully this Sunday morning, the Impact Network, which is largely a, a, a network of African-American preachers and me, Dr. Chaps. So I like to get uh, people of, 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 of excellence on our program to, to describe conservative politics according to the Bible, and you are a prime uh, uh, leader in that movement. Well, look, I, I think what we are, we are proclaimers of truth, and the culture desperately needs to hear that. Members of, of the black community desperately need to hear that because we are surrounded by lies. Dr. Chaps, we really are, and we, we've got to continue to proclaim the truth without apology or compromise. And that's what you're doing, and praise God, that's what I'm trying to do as well. Well, we share the same Lord, and his name is Jesus. Give our hey. audience a, a little bit of your history. You're a Harvard graduate, you're an attorney, very successful career, and then uh, you gave your career really to Jesus to, to do church work, why? Amen. I gave up the practice of law uh, back in the mid-1970s to do ministry work. I really felt God calling me out of that, and I ended up working for the Christian Coalition for a time, and, uh, and then starting, of course, my own national ministry stand, which I know we'll talk about here shortly. But I did it because I just felt God impressing upon me, our country is in trouble. And of course, that was over 20 years ago. And if the country was in trouble over 20 years ago, uh, the situation right now seems to have gotten worse. But praise God, I think that we're finally beginning to see the seeds, chaps, of a breakthrough. And I, I am glad to be witnessing it right here in Virginia. And I think we're gonna witness it throughout the country. Well, tell me about Virginia. You were a former Republican nominee for Lieutenant Governor, and it, it was close. I mean, you turned out uh, people of African-American descent for the Republican Party in record numbers, and that was really a seed change. Has that uh, held on, and is there a chance Republicans can win this time around? I think it was the beginning of a change, uh, but I, frankly, I think that that has been to some extent eroded by the presidency of Barack Obama, um, but I think 
the seeds are really beginning to bear fruit right now. I won the nomination for lieutenant governor in 2013, and I made a very strong appeal, as I've been doing, I was doing this years before that, to, to Americans, Virginias of African ancestry to come out of the plantation of the Democrat Party. Chaps, the Democrat Party has really become a paragon of demonic ideas and influences. And I don't understand how Christians can any longer in good conscience be a part of it or support it. They support homosexuality, transgenderism, unfettered and unregulated abortion. Uh, they, are, they are racially divisive when God made us all the same. They're trying to convince us all that no, 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 it's not principalities and powers that are the problem, it's white people that are the problem. That party has really become an abomination to God. And I've been urging Christians of all stripes, particularly black Christians to come out of the party. And I think that the recent statement by Terry McAuliffe, candidate for governor, that he's not going to allow parents to have any say in what the teachers teach their children, I think is waking people up to realize, wait a minute, these folks are not for me. They're for something else. It has nothing to do with my life, my family, or my children. And I can't vote for people who think that way. I saw that it was during a debate for the governor's race between Glenn Youngkin, the Republican, and Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat, and it was about education reform. And the Democrat, McAuliffe, actually said, I don't want parents to have power or to know what their, their children are learning in public schools. Why should a teacher be promoting, for example, transgenderism in schools without telling the parents about it? to children as young as preschool, chaps, as young as preschool. And, and who do you think you are as a governor or a gubernatorial candidate to say to the parents for whom the school board works, by the way, the school board works for those parents that elected them to say to them, I am not going to allow parents to tell teachers what they can teach their children when the Bible I read gives parents the first responsibility as educators of their children, and the Constitution that I read does not give a governor the right to tell parents they have no say in the education of their children. I mean, it's, it's, it, is, it is evil, frankly, as well as being constitutionally preposterous for him to say that. And I think that he has awakened a sleeping giant, which is suburban moms all over the Commonwealth of Virginia who are saying they might have had problems with the attitude of President Trump, they might have had problems with what they saw as some of the, they, they viewed as some of the extremes of the Republican Party. But I think they're beginning to realize we have been responding aggressively because we understood that our families, our freedom have been under assault by a party that's completely lost touch with the Constitution and with the values of the average American. And I think they are saying in record numbers, we're not voting for them. Well, I think you're onto something. Uh, we've studied sort of the demographics of Virginia in past elections, and uh, it's been oversimplified to say the northern part of Virginia is around the beltway of Washington, D.C., and they depend on those big federal contracts, and they depend on government handouts, and, and they vote tend to vote Democrat. But most of Virginia, as you know, is rural and heartland, and uh, even Virginia Beach is a strong military town. There's a lot of good conservative base in Virginia. Do you think it's gonna come down to urban versus rural, or is it gonna come down to the suburban moms, like you say? I think this was going to be a tsunami uh, that, that is going to encompass people that we never expected 
would ever come back to voting for traditional values. Uh, look, when I ran for lieutenant governor, I won 75% of the counties in Virginia, hands down. I mean, it wasn't even close. But Northern Virginia went big time Democrat. Certain parts of Hampton Roads went big time Democrat. In other words, the urban areas, Hampton Roads is where I live, Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Suffolk, yeah. Chesapeake. The, 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 the urban areas went big time for Democrats. But now I think those urban dwellers, the inner city dwellers, are seeing their children being murdered in the streets with an out of control criminal class and 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 people calling for defunding and and dismantling the police they're seeing their educational system young black children are failing by the numbers in these public schools chaps over half of them are failing math science and even reading they're, they're being graduated from high school functionally illiterate and i think parents are waking up to the fact that this opposition to school choice this opposition to educational opportunity for these children and, and the, the pro-abortion stand that the Democrat Party so radically commits to that even after a child is born, if it was an intended abortion, the president governor said, we can then make a decision whether the child lives or dies. And we want to kill it. That's fine. No problem. I think parents are, 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 and voters across every spectrum are saying these people have clearly gone so radical, so divisive that they just don't deserve the support of the average American. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'll ask E.W. Jackson what the Bible says about some of these topics. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Today we are remembering to pray for and commemorate our 45th president, Donald J. Trump, who was in our generation, perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our time. To remember him and honor him, we've issued these brand new golden commemorative coins. They have Donald Trump right in the cover and it says, in God we trust, to remind you to pray for our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 to our ministry, we'll remember and send you this 45th president coin and not just that, we're gonna throw in a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World with the Christian Activist DVD. So you get all three. You have a coin to remember to pray and then to learn how to be an effective Christian activist. You get the book and the DVD and then to show the world your Christian faith, we're gonna add this window decal. It says, I pray for religious freedom. So you can remember to pray, learn, and show the world that you stand with us at Pray In Jesus Name. Please donate today when you visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the bookstore button at the top and you see all four items for a suggested donation of $45. Or call us right now at 866-ObeyGod. Get yours today. Hello everyone, I'm Mike Lindell, and I wanna tell everyone to get behind Dr. Chap's ministry here in his program, and you can do that by using, going to mypillow.com, using the promo code PRAYNEWS, and you're gonna save up to 66% on all my products. But more importantly, a, mo a lot of that money is gonna go back to support Dr. Chap's and this programming, and it's, uh, 
I just can't tell you enough to get people to Jesus is so important. And to have ministries like this is, is that it's just absolutely amazing. And as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. My Giza sheets also include full 21 inch wide pillowcases that will fit over any pillow and deep pocket sheets that will fit over any mattress. The first night you sleep on my sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen right now to get your very own MyPillow Giza Dream Sheets. Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. Use your promo code and for a limited time, when you buy one set of sheets, you'll get another set absolutely free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Bishop E.W. Jackson Sr., who is uh, uh, Republican active. Sir, mention your uh, your nonprofit standamerica.us and what do you do and why should people join? Well, STAND is an acronym for staying true to America's national destiny. Staying true to America's national destiny. Because I really believe, Chaps, that America's a providential nation that God ordained to be made up from people all over the world who would commit to one another as one family based on Judeo-Christian values and principles, freedom, family, faith, and that there are forces at work today that are trying to destroy that. And STAN was formed on July 4th, 2009 to stand up for those values and those principles that made America the greatest nation on earth. I really believe then, and I still believe, that Barack Obama was one of the worst presidents in the history of our country, but he had one of the greatest opportunities to bring our nation together and instead, he continued to promulgate this idea of America's racist, that he himself is a victim of racism, even though he was elected president of the United States twice, which means people from all backgrounds voted for him. But nevertheless, he continued to push this racial demagoguery. And then, of course, he's the, he's, he, he, more than any other president in history, pushed the whole homosexual agenda, lit the, the, the White House up with a rainbow color to celebrate same-sex marriage, uh, and I think that the country, unfortunately, he, he didn't start this, but I believe he accelerated this move toward a godless, secularist, atheist society. Uh, but I think here again, people are waking up to it now. Stand has been a part of promoting Judeo-Christian values across racial and cultural lines as part of our mission to bring people together across racial and cultural lines to uphold our Judeo-Christian values and principles. StandAmerica.us to learn more about that. Bishop, you are a man of faith, a man of the cloth, a man of, of principle. Describe your church and your views on the Bible. What does the Bible teach us about these issues? Well, first of all, chaps, let me make clear, I'm a Bible-believing Christian. People call us conservatives, they call us right-wing, They call, but, I, but, but all I am is really just a, a Christian who believes that the Bible is the inerrant, infallible word of the living God. Amen. And if the Bible says something is right, it's right. If the Bible says something is wrong, it's wrong. People ask me, well, what's your opinion about homosexuality? I tell them, I don't have one. All I have is the truth of the word of God, what it says. If it says something is wrong, that's it. There is no room for any further opinion. And so 
I really believe what the word of God says. Righteousness exalts a nation. Sin is a reproach to any people. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. When the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. And I'm committed to making sure that America can rejoice because we have righteous leadership and that America can be exalted because of our, our righteousness as a nation, that we are a nation whose God is the Lord. That's why I started Stand, and that's why I do what I do. I know what, it's why you do what you do, because we know that the future of our country is ultimately in our commitment to the God who gave us the United States of America, and not in this leftist Marxist ideology that is being promoted to our children in our public schools and colleges and universities. And we're going to oppose it, chaps, until we be, breathe our final breath. And I'm convinced that we're going to win because the truth will win out over lies. Well, you remember history probably better than I do. Um, uh, uh, the Reverend Martin Luther King was a, was a firebrand of a preacher and he stood on the gospel and the Bible and the, and the word of God. And when he said, we're to judge other people, not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character, he emphasized the moral aspects of right and wrong in in helping us, you know, side with certain neighbors and side against certain principles. Uh, and you bring the Bible into politics in a way that America is is afraid to do. You know, it was okay when Bill Clinton was campaigning in churches, but. Heaven forbid a Republican like you would campaign in churches, they would say, no, we have separation of church and state. Well, we know that's a lie and that Thomas Jefferson wrote that to the Danbury Baptist to assure, to assure them that the government would not intrude on the church, not that Christians should not be involved in government or be involved in politics. But here's what I say very simply when people bring that up. I say, well then, when you meet Moses, if you are a Christian, when you meet Moses in heaven, tell him how wrong he was to go down into Egypt and interfere with the politics of Egypt and, and to get in Pharaoh's face. But God told him, you go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Or, a, or, or Elijah confronting Ahab and Jezebel, or Nathan confronting David, or uh, 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 John the Baptist confronting Herod, or Jesus correcting Pilate, you have no power over me except what's given from above. <laughs> And we as Christians have a responsibility to be salt and light. And Jesus didn't say you are the salt of the church or the light of the church. <laughs> he said, you are the salt of the earth and the light of the world. So is there anything that Jesus left out of that? And the answer is no. So we should be involved in every aspect of human life. And that certainly includes politics and public policy. And anybody who says anything different is simply not reading the Bible accurately and not obeying Jesus' command for us to occupy until he comes. Occupy until he comes, and it's right there in the Lord's Prayer. Let thy kingdom come, let thy will be done here on earth, the same way it's already being done up on heaven. We wanna enforce that here on earth as the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Let's take one more short break, more with E. W. Jackson on the governor's race in Virginia right after this. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps and you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. Maybe you know that I wrote my PhD dissertation entitled How to See the Holy Spirit and Angels and Demons. And it's all about this important topic of receiving the gift of discerning of spirits. 
How can you discern the thoughts that come to you? How do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life, which is why we've created now not just a book, but a 17-part video Bible study on a four-disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? When you learn to discern, it will transform your life and your ministry. Please visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and get this important video resource. Or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God, and for a suggested donation of $99, we'll give you the entire 17-part Bible study series for just $99. And if you order today, we'll throw in the book for free. Visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, or call us toll free at 866-Obey-God. Get this important Bible study series for your family. Call today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Bishop Jackson was the Republican nominee for Lieutenant Governor of Virginia. And Bishop, although you, you lost that race, uh, the, the man who overcame uh, eventually became governor of Virginia, now he's leaving, but he was the sidekick to Terry McAuliffe, the former governor of Virginia. Uh, and, and so you've run against that team, and I want you to tell me what you know about Terry McAuliffe. Well, I can tell you that Terry McAuliffe is a, a, a charming rogue. And I mean that, and he very, you know, you meet the guy, very friendly, smiles, but I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw him. <laughs> you know, Terry McAuliffe is the guy who gave $750,000 to Andrew McCabe's wife when she was running in a failed Senate campaign. And then McCabe was the guy who was conspiring behind the scenes to topple Donald Trump. Now, you can't tell me, and he's of course a very close friend to Hillary and Bill Clinton, uh, and has had all kinds of financial, questionable financial dealings in and around Virginia and around the country. We don't need another Terry McAuliffe. And by the way, his sidekick who is now leaving, but is out campaigning for him, is the guy who uh, wore blackface or Ku Klux Klan hood. And, and, by, and, and by the way, on a personal note, and I'm not holding it against him, I, I, I forgive him, but so people understand who he is, he and I did a debate and I reached out to shake his hand and he would not shake my hand. And so the, this team is really a team that, that has cursed our, our Commonwealth in, under their leadership. And we're now about to come from out of the curse and elect Glenn Youngkin governor and Winsome Sears, Lieutenant Governor and Jason Yarez, Attorney General. Have you met Glenn Youngkin, the Republican candidate and why should he earn the votes of African-American voters in Virginia. Let me tell you, tell it to you with an anecdote. In fact, I was an anecdote. I was with him, oh, I don't know, uh, a few days ago. Yeah, it wasn't very long ago, less than a week ago. We were at an event in which he was speaking and I was speaking. And before I took the stage, I was talking about the fact that, you know, 
we can't do what we do without prayer. And there were several of us standing in an office. And when I said that, it was Glenn Youngkin who said, you know, you're so right. Can we pray right now? And he led us in prayer. Now, this is a man who knows and loves God. This is a man who understands that he is doing what he's called by Almighty God to do. And I'll tell you something. I've said before, there are conservatives and there are conservatives, but the conservatives I trust are the ones whose conservatism is rooted and grounded in the truth of Scripture and their relationship with Jesus Christ. And I believe that Glenn Youngkin has that. And by the way, I am absolutely convinced. I know Winsome Sears very well. She is another on-fire believer in the Lord. I don't know Jason as well, but from everything I know about him, he is a man of decency and character and honor. And I think they both earned the right to, to be elected to the offices that they're running for. I'm with you on that. By the way, our nonprofit is nonpartisan. We neither endorse nor oppose candidates and we will accept any spokesman for the McAuliffe campaign who wants to come on these shows, on this set and, and we'll give you an interview. You can explain why you were for abortion and child killing, why you promote the homosexual agenda and LGBT transgender lessons in schools. You can explain why the candidate McAuliffe wants to take away parental supervision of lesson plans and let teachers teach secret LGBT lessons to their children. Come on the show, I'd like to hear your your views of that, and we'll give you the same access that we're giving Bishop Jackson today uh, to air his opinions. Uh, and Jackson, let me say, just so everybody knows, I'm not a spokesperson for these campaigns. I'm not on their payroll. I'm not on their staff. I'm a citizen of Virginia who cares about the future of our Commonwealth, and I'm looking for the right people to help lead us. And that's that's all this boils down to, nothing else. Amen to that. We have just two minutes left. Uh, would you maybe, inspire our audience with an altar call of some kind and then offer to pray with us. Absolutely, you know, the word of God says that you who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent, this is Isaiah 62, and give him no rest until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. And I've extrapolated from that because I really believe that we as Christians are, 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 are stewards of this nation that God has given us. And I say, Lord, I will not keep silent until you make America a praise in the earth. And I would invite us to just pray for our country and pray that this country would be a nation pleasing in the sight of God, because that's the key to America's success and future. Would you like me to pray for that right now, Chaps? Yes, please, yes, please. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this man of God and this program and this opportunity to reach people around the country. Lord, have mercy upon the United States of America. Forgive us for our sins, but Lord, acknowledge the prayers and the pleas of the saints of God all over this nation in behalf of America and exalt America as a nation whose God is the Lord and give us godly leadership so that we can rejoice. And Lord God, help us to be a nation that is exalted by righteousness rather than reproached by sin. And we give you the praise, the honor, and the glory for victory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Our guest has been E.W. Jackson, his website, ewjackson.com. 
Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. We really need your contributions to bring you these kind of important programs. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you need prayer today or if you just prayed with us, we want you to call us. It's toll free, no obligation. Just call to say, I prayed with those people and I wanna pray again. 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.